the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you uh, here in the Hill Country. Man, aren't you glad you woke up in the Hill Country? I wrote, uh, read a letter, an email this morning from a listener in uh, Medford, Oregon. And uh, bless your heart, they said that they had left California to, uh, uh, to escape California to go to Oregon. L- listen, uh, they should have called me first. I lived in Oregon for too many years. No, not too many I lived in Oregon for 10 awesome years. I loved it when I lived there and um, got a lot of good friends there. But if you're fleeing California to go to Oregon, that's like, I don't know, that's like moving to the other side of the dining room, you know, to get away from your family. They're still going to be right there. So uh, to my new friends in Medford, my listeners in Medford that wrote me a letter this morning, um, they'll uh, uh, appreciate that. And uh, we got a space for you here in the Hill Country of Texas. Come on out here. Good morning. I have on the line with me Jody Gould with the Tejas Smoke Depot. Good morning, Jody. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Man, I'm telling you, life is good because you and I both woke up in the Hill Country. You did not wake up in New Jersey. And I did, and I did not wake up in Oregon. I know you have family in New Jersey, and so we're don't want to put down that state, but uh, but uh, it's uh, sure is a lot uh, friendlier climate here in the state of Texas, isn't it? Oh yes, yes, sir, absolutely, and warmer. <laughs> and warmer. That could be climate in more ways than one. Is uh, no. any any of your uh, New Jersey family going to be out visiting this year? Or are you making the no. trip to the Northeast? No, 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 uh, no plans to go to the northeast, possibly maybe to the east to see my dad, but um, that's still up in the air. My sister called the other, yesterday and asked me if I was going to make that trip that she's going to make to go see my dad from the northeast. Like, you know, we, we kind of decided we'd meet in the middle, you know. Yeah, yeah. On. <laughs> okay, good idea. So, um, yeah. So... Um, Jody and Dave uh, have been uh, sponsoring this program now for over two years, and uh, they basically got in on the ground floor, and I'm forever going to be grateful to uh, for them to them for that. But they own operate the Tejas Smoke Depot in Fredericksburg. Um, the um, y'all, you guys have an amazing walk-in humidor, and I know that a lot of folks love sitting around the uh, the fire, the campfire, or maybe even the uh, fireplace and enjoying a cigar over the breaks. My sister-in-law, my new sister-in-law, she's a cigar smoker, so cigars are a great gift idea, and you guys have an amazing selection. Am I right? Yes, sir. We sure do. We have all kinds of shapes and sizes and textures and smells, um, and we're running some great deals right now through the end of the year. So it's a good time to come and do some shopping. Of course, we have all the accessories that go along with cigar smoking, so um, you can pick up a really nice gift, a humidor and some cigars, some cutters, 
some little travel bags, you know, all kinds of things. And like I said, we're running some great sales through the end of the year. We're also, you know, pipe tobaccos. There's still a few pipe smokers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we're, you know, we're all, those things are also on sale and all the accessories that go with your pipes. And, of course, we do have CBD products, which is a big thing these days and helping so many people. I know I take mine at night when I cannot go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I take me one of those CBD gummies, and, I mean, it's in minutes I start to feeling more relaxed and am able to go to sleep. So, And we're running sales on all those products throughout the end of the year. And as the year progresses to the end, we will have bigger and better sales. So, um, so come we, on in and, and take part. Absolutely. So every week we have a, uh, a phrase that pays. And if you go into Tejas Smoke Depot and you're about to make your purchase and you tell them, what you heard on the radio, the secret phrase, the phrase that pays, you will get an additional discount on your products, and you will also get your name in the hat for a monthly drawing. Do we have a phrase that pays for this week? Well, I thought of several, but um, one of them uh, my son thought might give people shell shock, so, uh. <laughs> and that was let it snow. Because oh, last please. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, this week we're going to go with Jesus is the reason for the season. All right. Jesus is the reason for the season. Um, folks, if you go into Tejas Smoke Depot, first you're going to have to know where they are. And if you're in Fredericksburg on Main Street, the um, you head west on Main Street, go down to the Y, and uh, veer to the left at the Y, go to the left, and down uh, just a ways, a little ways, quarter mile, half mile on the left, is the Tejas Smoke Depot, and if you have your kids in the truck with you, um, just go ahead and make a counterclockwise circle around the building, and you will pull right up to their drive-by window, and uh, either Jody or one of her awesome employees will uh, wait on you at the window and uh, bring you a Dr. Pepper, a good cigar, and a, 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 a honey bun, maybe. Uh, you know, there's nothing better than a Dr. Pepper and a honey bun. Or moon pie. Or no, moon pie. There you go. We can go old school. So, uh, Jody, we are uh, out of time, folks. The the um, phrase that pays this week is Jesus is the reason for the season. Get yourself over to the Tejas Smoke Depot and uh, find some uh, stocking stuffers and uh, some gifts for your our uh, locals here in Fredericksburg in the Hill Country. Jody, thank you so much for your support. Thank you, Matt. You have a wonderful afternoon. We will. All right. So we have a great guest coming up, uh, a gal by the name of Joey Lynn Massaros. And uh, I'm real excited to speak to Joey Lynn. She has got quite an amazing uh, story uh, to tell you having to do with uh, the uh, Biden bus that uh, drove uh, drove through Texas last year. And um, we're going to talk about that with her uh, here in a minute and what the ramifications of driving down I-35 have turned into for her and her family. So uh, let's give you a little bit of uh, Ben Franklin before we go. Um, There is a good one. God helps them that help themselves. God helps them that help themselves. That's from Poor Richard's Almanac, 1736. Folks, y'all stay tuned. We're going to be right back with uh, Joey Lynn Misaros.
folks. We are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. By the way, um, every day you can uh, get the podcast of this program, the uh, recording of this program. If you don't know what a podcast is or if you're thinking of the invasion of the uh, body snatchers, the original one, the original one, not the remake, um, then uh, you may not know what a podcast is, but it is a recording of the program, and uh, you can catch it at hillcountrypatriot.com, uh, and they'll keep them up there for about a week. Now, what I do is I take them off every day and uh, clean up the uh, news and the weather, and uh, I put them up on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and about four or five other uh, less well-known uh, podcast sites, and so you can go there, and uh, by the way, I'm almost at a 1,000 on my podcasts. I was at about 900 and something yesterday, and so I'd love to break that 1,000 because I just started putting those up here. Um, I think it was uh, sometime in July or August, maybe, I started putting the podcasts up, and so y'all uh, y'all go to a, a Spotify or Google Podcasts sometime soon here. Listen to uh, one of the doctors that I have on there from a couple of weeks ago talking about the Kung Flu and the COVID. And um, then also you'll be able to go there later today and uh, get this interview with uh, Joey Lynn Massaros. Joey Lynn, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Listen, we we got we got to get this name thing out of the way. Every good Texan, uh, that, that Lynn is a great middle name. Now, does Joey Lynn, does that run together into one name? Oh, yeah, that's just my first name. I've got a whole separate middle name. Oh, my goodness. And then you married uh, maybe in an Italian to get the Massaros on the end? Where, what's, uh, where, where does the Massaros come from? That's actually Czech, and it means butcher in Czech. Oh, that's right. Butcher in Czech. There we go. So, uh, Joey Lynn um, is not a movie star. Joey Lynn is not a rock and roll star. Joey Lynn is, um, she's a mom. She's a business owner, a entrepreneur. I was doing some uh, backup work on you yesterday just to find out a little bit more about you, and I ran across your your florist business that you uh, no longer have. Um, and uh, so I, you are now all of a sudden an activist. And uh, what I want to know is, and what we do on this program, Joey Lynn, is, is the point of this program is to get people engaged. And so when I run across someone who is engaged uh, in the political uh, scene, they they didn't they weren't born that way there was always already something that there was something that brought them to the table would you tell us a little bit of your story joey lynn of why you went from uh being a business owner and a mom and then adding to that the burden of being a an activist what what happened yeah that's a great question you're absolutely right i was not born that way or raised that way um, you know, I was not raised with an appreciation for our country or patriotic holidays or, uh, you know, we didn't have any family in the military. So, you know, I, I wasn't raised with the kind of respect that my family and I have learned to have for our country, for our men and women. Um, and, and so we had to learn this on our own as adults. And it really was catapulted. We were catapulted into this because we had some unhealthy family relationships that were really challenging our honesty. We found ourselves, mostly me, honestly, just agreeing with people we disagreed with to keep the peace. And it was really bothering us when we got home. Like, well, 
you know, I hate that I couldn't say that I was voting for Trump. I hate that <laughs> I couldn't say that I disagree with their opinions on all people, all white people being racist. You know, mm. I wasn't being true to myself, uh, but I didn't feel like I had enough information to actually have intelligent conversations or argue these points. So we took some time. We, you know, My husband and I talked together about how important it was to be true to our values and to teach our son how important it was to speak up, uh, even though we weren't really raised that way. We were raised to be polite, agreeable, respectful, whether, you know, just to be socially acceptable. Mm. And uh, and so we just really had to challenge ourselves to step outside of that box and find ways to still be respectful, but to be blunt, honest, and true to ourselves. And we decided we'd start with politics, which is hilarious because mm. <laughs> that is like the most red buzzer topic. Mm, right? yeah. So it, this actually happened last year. We went and got to, uh, signs from the conservative club in Comal County and put Trump signs in our yard. And we got a Trump flag and put it on the back of the truck. And we joined the Trump train and started posting on social media and telling friends and family openly we were voting for Trump and why our values aligned with Trump because we had done that research and learned it enough to have confident conversations. And we just watched friends and family just drop like flies calling mm. us racist, white supremacist, you know, um, saying we weren't invited over for Thanksgiving and that kind of stuff. And uh, as you know, we'll further go into how that just mushroomed into an even bigger issue later. Yeah, it, and that's so sad to hear. I uh, I just, you know, I look back and I, I have lost a couple of friends over the last couple of years, and they've just kind of stopped getting in touch with me or returning my calls. It hadn't been nasty, but... The thing that bothered me the most was these were friendships I've had since I was a teenager, and um, I, I haven't. Uh, I've got one. I've got some crazy family members, but not immediate family, so I haven't had to deal with de- deal with that directly. But uh, some friendships that I just thought were just solid based on reality, and then something like this does that make you question? I mean, it made me question what is a friend. Oh, yeah. Or family. Absolutely. And and it really has been telling how you know, who has stepped up alongside of us while we're so persecuted for our beliefs uh, versus those who have fled. Uh, and it was really not ones that we would have expected. Um, some were, you know, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just been really telling. And, and it's easy to feel alone because mainstream media tries to convince us that we're all alone um but there are so many people like-minded like us that we just have to find each other yeah and it's really a shame you know i try to tell that to people don't worry you're surrounded by good people you just don't know it so um so let's go way back in the way back time machine we're going to go all the way back to sometime before the election in uh, november of 2019 and there were Everybody was campaigning everywhere. It was, uh, there were, you know, you, you, had, you had folks all over the country vying for uh, the nomination for uh, the Republican uh, president uh, run and, and the, or for the Democrats as well. And we had people driving all over the uh, state, including uh, the bus uh, for the Biden and uh, Harris um, uh, campaign was uh, dry, was cruising through Texas. Tell me, tell me about that and why you decided to get engaged with that. Uh, get the Trump train engaged with that uh, with the Biden campaign. 
Yes, sir. This actually happened last year during early election, October 30th, 2020. We, okay. uh, my husband and I were members of the New Braunfels Trump train in New Braunfels, Texas. The group had about 4,000 members. We were just a member. We didn't, uh, coordinate it or lead it or anything like that. Uh, we just found like-minded people and we would meet up multiple times a week and drive through town on coordinated routes where People would wait outside expectantly, waving, waving their flags from their front yards. You know, it was a really good time. It was a feel-good time. Uh, and so when we heard that the Biden-Harris campaign bus was driving through our city on 35, we just knew, like, okay, well, that's an awesome opportunity for us to show up and represent. Uh, we are, you know, known for our Trump train in New Braunfels, and so it would just be such a great opportunity to show our support for President Trump. Uh, and, you know, what a cool thing to get a picture next to the Biden bus. It'd just be kind of funny. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, and so we found out about it that day, barely last minute. My husband was home because he had his tonsils removed earlier that week. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he would have been at work. So we were just kind of like, oh, man, like this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like we've got to do this. And so uh, we we drove down the road with the Biden bus. Y'all might, might remember the viral video. President Trump retweeted it saying, I love Texas. And uh, mm-hmm. we were just like, that is the coolest thing ever, right? It, it really didn't seem like anything crazy or out of the ordinary because we drove in Trump trains so often. Um, we weren't on the road with it for very long. Uh, that bus, I think, had started in the Valley, went up through Corpus, and then San Antonio through New Braunfels. San Marcos and then Austin was where it was headed. And so there were Trump trains throughout every city that drove alongside this bus. We just drove, you know, through our city and then the next couple of cities and then turned around and came home. And it was very interesting to hear mainstream media narrative on what we were doing. Uh, They immediately took hold of that story on a national and worldwide level, talking about, um, how we were intimidating voters, that we were white supremacists, that we were, you know, KKK, um, Whoopi Goldberg on The View and her her staff on The View, um, her co-host said that we were emboldened racist bigots crawling out from under our rocks. First, it would be flying um, Trump flags next to this bus. Later, it'd be burning crosses in people's front yards. And I was just horrified seeing firsthand how the media really, truly lies to spin their narrative um, and how far off the mark they were. And to me, that I thought that was bad enough. But eight months later, we found out from a friend who heard on CNN uh, that we were named by name, that we were getting sued in federal court for driving next to that bus under the Ku Klux Klan law of 1871. So, so, so wait a minute, eight months later, after the fact, eight, is that right? Did I hear that right? Eight months after the fact, and then the other part of that that is weird is you heard from another source that you were getting sued. I just, you know, I've never been sued, but I assumed that they would let you know first. I don't know, do they, do they have to serve you anything? I mean, I've watched enough, uh law television to think i would understand how that works so they so they didn't come banging on your door the next day after this uh, supposed crime you committed no they did not they were missing in action i think looking for a reason to sue us uh there are no criminal charges this is not a criminal matter this is merely civil so this is several democrat politicians and biden harris campaign staffers along with Uh, liberal influencers saying that they're offended and traumatized 
essentially that we were there on the road at the same time as them and they want financial compensation for being emotionally distraught. Uh, and so <laughs> we, we wound up not getting served paperwork until almost four weeks after we learned about it from a friend who heard about it on mainstream media because they had a press release. My goodness. My goodness. So um, yeah. you, so this is strange. No criminal charges were brought. I think I, one of the stories I, I read, I believe that either there was either a, a county or maybe the state police who had been called and uh, they followed along with the Trump train and the Biden bus and uh, finally said, uh, we don't see any law breaking going on here. Did, did I get that part of the story right? Yeah, you're right. I believe that was the New Braunfels Police Department, the police for our city. They responded and provided the bus and escort through the town. And we, we you know, the police were present with us while we were driving alongside the bus, driving on roads we pay taxes to drive on, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. We were just driving down the road, exercising free speech, truly in the same capacity that they were. They had a massive billboard on the side of that bus, and we had flags on our vehicles. Um, and so when the New Braunfels Police Department pulled off, the bus continued going down the interstate and continued calling for escorts through each city they went to. And the San Marcos Police Department, you know, it was, it was, from my understanding, very last minute. They didn't have advance notice, and the bus occupants were calling, demanding uh, an escort. And the city said, we're not able to make that happen at your beck and call, like, immediately, but we've got patrol cars, you know, on close patrol in the area. So if something were to escalate... We're available to respond. And so they're suing the San Marcos Police Department and the city of San Marcos under the Ku Klux Klan law as well for not providing them an escort when they drove through. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Joy Lynn, we need to take a break. Can you stick around with us through the break? Absolutely. Because I want to ask you um, if I, again, another part of the story I'm trying to corroborate um, is that, uh, and you can answer this when we get back, but I'm pretty sure that uh, the Biden bus was not alone, that it also had its own train. And uh, we will talk about that when we get back, folks. I'm with Joey Lynn Massaros and, uh, out of New Braunfels. And uh, y'all sit tight. We're going to hear the rest of this story in just a second. Folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. I have on the line with me Miss Joey Lynn Massaros, and uh, we now know that the name Massaros means butcher in Czech. Is uh, did your husband uh, keep up the uh, the the tradition of the name, or did, what business is your husband in? <laughs> he's actually a plumber. Okay, and he's well known for his handlebar mustache. Ah, okay. There you go. So the question I had before the um, uh, before we went on the break had to do with the Biden train. Um, the best of what I could dig up, and I recall from when this happened, was that the Biden, they had a, a vehicle out in front of the bus, and then they had numerous other vehicles behind the bus. Am I getting that part of the story right? So to the best of my understanding, and I'm I'm pretty sure that I have this right, there was only one vehicle with the bus. Okay. It was a white, small crossover vehicle that was driving in all locations of the bus. It was beside it, behind it. You know, it was moving sporadically across the highway, uh, you know, without really 
to me, in my opinion, following safety law or basic safety traffic laws, you know, turn signals and safe and clear lane changes, uh, that actually resulted in a car accident. Um, you know, it was minor. The white vehicle following the Biden bus actually exited its lane and entered the lane of the vehicle with the Trump train and it sideswiped it and then it bounced back into the lane that it had exited and it went back into its lane and mainstream media only showed the last half of video footage of that and implied that the black Trump truck Trump train truck hit the white car and that we were driving down the road ramming vehicles that was the narrative oh my Uh, goodness of course there are many many videos with different angles of that showing clearly that it was the Biden-Harris campaign staffer in the white vehicle that caused the accident. Uh, There's no doubt about that. But mainstream media won't show that wholly or fully, or they imply that the black truck was ramming vehicles down the road. Uh, And it's just, it's disgusting to see these lies. And the lawsuit, the civil complaint, includes these lies. Mm. Well, maybe that will help. Uh, maybe that will help you uh, beat this. Um, we do want to talk to about. Uh, we do want to talk about the expense of getting sued and what we can do as listeners to help you. But um, I just I, I can't help myself. These are the same folks in that bus who want to defund the police, who want yes. to, who who think that all police officers are horrible, or most of them are just horrible. Then they they just get up every morning and they want to go out and kill and harass people. And so these are the people who want to get rid of the police. And yet I've been listening to some of their phone calls to the various police departments, and it just seems so funny. They're just so. Oh, my goodness, they were so afraid, Joey Lynn, they were so afraid of vehicles traveling down the road next to them. It was it was almost a funny. Yeah, I've heard those as well. And I, and I have to say, if, you know, if you're going to put yourself in a billboard-sized bus and drive down the road and you expect not to receive any attention, I'm not really sure what the purpose of campaigning is. Um, you know, then maybe perhaps an unmarked vehicle would be your best choice or, yeah. a, you know, a a, a private road or you know I, it's just very interesting to me but the individuals that were on the bus there were very few to my understanding there were only about three or four people on the bus uh and they're all the people suing us and that is former state senator wendy davis out of Boston. Uh, yes uh, um then we've got uh david gins who is on kamala harris's cabinet in the white house we've got the bus driver tim holloway there is uh, Dr. Eric Cervini, who is well-known for writing The Deviant's War, The Homosexual Against America. He's got a book out. And then there's an unnamed Biden-Harris campaign staffer, which is very interesting that they have not provided the identity of this individual that's suing us in federal court. Um, and so, yeah, we when we learned we were getting sued, it was, startling, staggering, confusing. Like you, we had never had experience with this. We didn't understand really what any of it meant, especially learning about it from a friend who heard it on mainstream media, (laughs) and we hadn't gotten served. Was this even real? Is this propaganda? You know, it was weeks of agony waiting to find out what was going on. When we finally got served, we had to find an attorney who was specialized uh, to work in the federal court in the specific district where they filed this lawsuit that was also aligned with our values and passionate to fight for us. We only had 21 days to find somebody like that and respond, uh, you know, and that that was overwhelmingly stressful. 
once we retained our attorney, you know, we had cashed out our 401k to start my husband's own plumbing company. That was our plan was to kick that off this last summer. Uh, and that was, that came to a screeching halt when we learned about this lawsuit and essentially took that 401k that we cashed out and put it towards our legal fees. Um, because we learned that this would cost over $200,000 because federal court is so time consuming and expensive. And those are just our legal defense fees to prove that what they're saying are lies, our malicious lies, and that this is an elite government or elite politicians, you know, with a party that are weaponizing the judicial system against average Americans who were essentially exercising free speech under their constitutional right to do that. Um, and so this is a huge burden to our family. I'm a stay-at-home mom. We're a single-income family. I homeschool. You know, it has really upset our routines and um, just trying to maintain peace and hope uh, during this season. And I know that they think that they have, you know, removed us from the pack. You know, they're not suing the whole Trump train. Mm. <laughs> they just picked out a couple, and we don't even know why they picked us. You know, we didn't coordinate the event. We, didn't, uh, You know, it, it's lost on me why they picked me and my husband and three others. So there's a total of five of us that are getting sued and we're two of them. Uh, we just choose to believe that God chose us for this opportunity, that for such a time as this, we've been made to stand on truth, justice, and to defend our freedoms and to encourage Americans to continue speaking up and speaking out in the face of tyranny. Joy Lynn, you are an amazing spokesperson for liberty and freedom i'm just blown away right here this is uh, I, I just love the you just have such a command of the language and your ability to express your beliefs and that's a that's a true gift i hope you're i hope you continue to use that gift properly let's talk about this expense because you have just explained that you cashed out your 401k to start your husband's business you had also uh, you had also had another dream that you probably put a lot of money in, and energy into, uh, and that was a a flower business and a a florist business. And I couldn't help myself. I, I texted you yesterday and I said, ha "Are you now or have you ever been a florist?" I hope you understood the uh, the the funny in that. But um, you explained to me on the phone yesterday that that went down because of uh, the rules and laws set up by the government when a bunch of people got the flu. Did I get that story right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. COVID completely tanked a business. I spent several years building, and it had finally just started taking off um, at the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020. And I specialized in luxury wedding florals. So I had high-end clients, very expensive flowers, and I would do these very nice weddings. And when the mandates came into place that wedding venues had to shut down and groups over a certain amount couldn't gather, these weddings were canceled, postponed, pushed out. I would have clients rescheduling three and four times. So when I'd order these flowers and then the bride would, you know, cancel a week out before the wedding, I've got these materials that are perishable and I could not float this company. I couldn't afford to maintain uh, the company. And so I, I was forced to close my doors. Um, I think in retrospect, that was a blessing from God because I certainly wouldn't be able to handle that paired with homeschooling, paired with this lawsuit. This lawsuit has just taken our lives over. So, um, you know, I, I miss those days and I'll still make flowers for my family or for my friends. Um, but, yeah, COVID just forced me to shut the doors on that. Yeah, and we, you know, I know it's uh, just semantics, but it it wasn't the flu that 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 so many people lost their business to last year. It was the government's reaction 
to the flu. It was a tyrannical government. It was a tyrannical state, a tyrannical federal government that caused all these losses. The flu just made people sick, um, but it did not take their jobs. So you've got that uh, tyranny from the government, and now we add to this, I don't know, a frivolous lawsuit a civil lawsuit, no crimes were committed, and so now you've got the long arm of the government coming after you again, and this is eating into, it probably has already eaten up everything you've talked about as far as retiring and traveling the world and and things like that, and so we are asking, I am asking folks out there to please go help Joey Lynn and her family um, pay these lawyers' fees and get out from under the tyranny of a government. Where can they? Where can my listeners help you, Joy Lynn? Yes, thank you so much. That's such a blessing to us because you're absolutely right. This is a huge financial burden, and we want to be able to stand up and fight, but we need the resources to do that. We've created a fundraiser through a Christian platform that is called Give Send Go. We chose that platform because we saw conservative fundraising through GoFundMe getting shut down and refunded. So our platform is through GiveSendGo.com forward slash Masaros, which is our last name. That's spelled M like Mary, E like Echo, S like Sam, A-R-O-S like Sam. GiveSendGo.com forward slash Masaros. Folks, please, $5, $10, $15, every little bit helps. And uh, you don't even have to live in New Braunfels to make sure this uh, goes through. If you're listening in Oregon or Hawaii or Washington, and I have friends uh, that listen uh, all over the country, folks, go to givesendgo.com forward slash mesaros um, and do something. In fact, the easiest thing you can do is just go there and hit the Pray Now button. I love that on go, Give, Send, and GiveSendGo.com. If you go there, uh, every, um, uh, every fundraiser that's on there, if you, if you want to pray, there's a button, and it says Pray Now, and I think that is so powerful. So you do a prayer, a Pray Now, and then you make a donation. And, uh, Joey Lynn, anything else? We've got a, uh, about a minute left. Anything else you want to close this up with? Any message that uh, you want my, our listeners to hear in the Hill Country? Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to have a chance to connect with your liberty-loving audience. I just want to continue encouraging people that this is the time to stand together and to keep speaking up. I know that they're making an example out of us to chill free speech and to discourage people from gathering together and standing for what they believe in. And this is the time that we have to do it. And I'm just so grateful for everyone that would come alongside of us and support us telling the story to somebody that they know because we've had a very difficult time getting conservative media coverage on this. Um, So sharing the story, praying for us, and donating anything that they can. We promise to be good stewards with this money, and we have filed for dismissal. Should we get the legal fees reimbursed, which we are filing for those sanctions, we would like to start a nonprofit to help other Americans defend their constitutional rights. Man, that's great. Joey Lynn, from flowers to defending Americans' constitutional rights. I am so proud of you, and uh, our prayers will go up with you, and uh, we're going to get those donations in. Joy Lynn, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. And, um, 
You got to get those, uh, get your kids back into homeschool. Are they on recess right now? Oh, no, we've got today and tomorrow, and then it's Christmas break. <laughs> All right, so there you go. All right, Joy Lynn, Merry Christmas to you and your family, and um, keep us uh, keep us informed as this moves along. Would you do that? I will, sir. Thank you so much for taking care of us, for sharing our story. We're so blessed to call you our friend. We wish you a Merry Christmas. All right, folks, there you go. Uh, y'all stay tuned. We're going to go into uh, day, 16th, uh, day 16 of the Advent when I get back. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Again, if you want to help Joey Lynn Massaros, listen, and I understand that this whole giving online thing is new to a lot of us. Uh, you may even be nervous. You may be worried. Um, I have uh, have been familiar with GiveSendGo.com for a while now, and have uh, it is a Christian-run and Christian-based uh, organization. And uh, so, like Joey Lynn said, in uh, so many of these other platforms where uh, conservatives get kicked off um, and the money sent back, and in some cases they don't even know that it has happened, not quite the same situation, but some good friends of ours up in northeast Texas were having a big event. In fact, um, that uh, big event was on the same weekend as all the doctors uh, when they had that COVID-19 summit up in Tyler a few weeks ago. And um, I took all the audio. There was over six hours worth of audio from that weekend. And I took all that audio and broke it up by a doctor, each uh, presenter, so that you could listen to them one at a time. And you can find those on The Matt Long Show um, on any of your podcast sites. Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts is where about 98% of uh, the uh, folks that, that listen to the podcast, they get them from one of those three sites. So go and search. It's The Matt Long Show. And uh, you'll have to put the whole thing in. And by the way, on Spotify, I believe there is actually another The Matt Long Show, but it's a travel show. And um, on if you find me, you'll find my uh, handsome uh, mug standing in front of the Texas Capitol in a big blue sky over me and a smile on my face with the pink dome in the background. Pretty easy to spot. So go check that there. So anyway, back to the point of that was that the weekend that the uh, conservatives were having their gathering up in northeast Texas, they had been selling tickets online um, and through a certain, oh my goodness, I'm not going to name one because I'm not sure which one they used and now that I'm sitting here, um, but they used one of the platforms that we have, uh, that the Fredericksburg Tea Party and others have used to promote their events. Uh, sometimes we use it just to promote the events and give you a free ticket uh, in places where seating is uh, limited and uh, maybe it doesn't cost anything, but uh, we need to, you know, fill the seats and, and not have it overflowing. And and so, but uh, so they, we, we use these ticket sites and uh, we got word about a week before 
the event in Northeast Texas, which was huge, a big event, that um, the ticket platform had uh, shut them down, had sent back the money to everybody who had bought a ticket, and they did not inform the organizers of the event. They did not inform them until it was a done deal. Well, listen, if you know ahead of time, um, I mean, we, I think Eventbrite was it. Uh, Eventbrite was it. In fact, we, the Fredericksburg Tea Party, is uh, not going to go back to Eventbrite for this very reason. Um, but uh, if, we'd, if they would have known even two hours before, I mean, if Eventbrite had said, hey, we're about to take you down, you might want to get your uh, names and numbers, the, the list of your customers who have paid and whose money we've sent back, and, and uh, that way you can get in touch with them. But nothing like that. They sent everybody their money back, and then the database was gone. And so the so these guys had a week now to plan to to get in touch with everybody that had bought a ticket, who had gotten their money back, and folks who wanted to go but now couldn't find the link. Um, they had less than a week to get all that straightened out, and it really all it had to do was that uh, you know they were going to be talking about COVID, they were going to be talking about the kung flu. And uh, from a conservative viewpoint, uh, with doctors who do not agree with uh, uh, Pope Fauci, and uh, so they just decided, eh, we're not going to we're not going to sell tickets to that kind of an event. This kind of thing goes on everywhere. It goes on in the fundraiser sites. It goes on in uh, ticket sales sites, and um, so when you hear of give send go.com and you understand that this is a christian organization and that um they are not going to kick you out for your beliefs um this is these are the kind of folks we need to give business to so give send go.com forward slash masaros if you want to help our good friends joey lynn masaros who have lost their really look it looks like they're going to lose their livelihood i it, this is this is a scary thing i can't imagine um you know if i say something on the radio uh, today and and go home and find out my wife has been fired and and uh, yeah, there there's this is just a nightmare this is a nightmare and all it was was someone who decided that you know enough is enough I'm tired of lying to my family. I'm tired of living a life of lies. I'm tired of just, you know, agreeing. I think one of the interesting things that Joey Lynn said was that uh, it was actually, she didn't know it, but she was uh, repeating the, uh, the, the establishment Republican line. Look, don't fight back. Just go along, nod, and we'll, we'll all visit, and we'll get this all worked out. But whatever you do, don't call them out. Don't make a fuss. Don't don't stand up and and fight because you know no we don't want to do that we we want to get along with everybody and so just sit quietly and uh, and and we'll work everything out with those mean nasty Democrats on the other side of the aisle. How has that worked so far? It, it's not working. And then we see when individuals stand up and make a fuss, a, a legitimate us and get up and make and make their voices legitimately heard that they get nailed they get hammered for this we're living in some scary times 
And if it hasn't happened to you yet, you need to thank God. And I say that, I'm not throwing that out. You need to say thank you, God, that the flack has not come my way yet. And then I don't know why I'm about to say this, but maybe you need to pray for more flack to come your way. It took them a long time to ban me off of Facebook, and I was starting to get a little bit bothered by it. Um, and, and, but I didn't go out on purpose and get mean and nasty on Facebook. I just saw everybody else giving the same stuff we were saying on Facebook, getting uh, banned. And then finally we got banned. It was so happy. It was about a year ago. So I wear that with a badge of honor. Um, again, givesendgo.com forward slash Masaros. Please help our friends Joey Lynn and uh, her family out on this. And uh, because you may be next, unfortunately, you may be next. And wouldn't it be nice to say, man, I've been helping all these people, and, uh, man, now I need help. So uh, we're on day 16 of the Advent. The Advent is the story of the birth of Christ. And my good friend Michael Sublet, Mike Sublet, ooh, I get in trouble with calling Michael, Mike Sublet, um, wrote this book, and it really breaks down um, in 24 little units the story of the birth of Christ. And so today we're on day 16. It's called The Sheep. Uh, they certainly weren't the brightest light bulbs in the animal kingdom. They required constant oversight and care and protection. The shepherd couldn't just visit his sheep from time to time. He had to live with them. As was true with all the outdoor animals, cleanliness wasn't high on their list of priorities add to that their thick wool which acted like a giant sponge for holding plenty of dirt and musty moisture and you begin to understand what a herd of sheep might smell like how but how about we focus on a particular herd of sheep one located just outside the town of bethlehem to be honest there wasn't anything really special about them nor about their shepherds they were more than likely employed by the high priest as a part of his scheme to rob the worshipers who came to the temple in Jerusalem for the Jewish celebrations. The priests would disqualify the sheep that the worshipers brought and then sell them a pre-approved one at a jacked-up price. Every night with the sheep was just like all the others had been. That is, until one particular Advent night popped onto the scene. That night started out just like all the others, sheep lying on the ground, dozing. Then everything changed. You ever feel like a sheep? You know, just going through the motions of waking, working, eating, sleeping, and the like. Are you ready for a sudden change in your life? Ready to be a sheep with a whole new perspective on life? You better let God know. After all, he is the shepherd. And uh, so thank you, Mike Sublet. By the way, you can find this little book, and um, you can even get an e-version of it. And for I think it's like $3 if you dig around for it. But the paperback, I know, is probably coming in around 10 or $12 right now. The book is called Celebration and Repentance, and uh, it is Devotional Meditations for Advent and Lent. And, yes, sure enough, when Lent comes around, I will be presenting the other part of this book folks it's been a great day and uh stay tuned we've got lorraine lamont living life by design coming up uh stay tuned buckle up buckle down whatever she tells you to do uh, i would strongly suggest following directions from lorraine did you hear that rick all right see you tomorrow